0: Welcome, everybody, to the one with the Q&A bit, the show where you ask the questions and Sarah and I try to answer them. Uh, yes. We took a one-week hiatus because of All Out. You know, there's a lot going on with the pay-per-view, so we had to put the Q&A on pause, but now we're taking it off pause, hit and play, and we're starting it again. So- yeah,
1: I thought we thought that it was better to not cram our recording session that we do we do one recording session on a monday and one on a thursday so we didn't want to cram the monday and then the content not be great like one or something would suffer so i think we both decided haven't we that going forward on a pay-per-view weekend Mm -hmm. there'll be no q a that week Mm -hmm. after the pay-per-view just so we can concentrate on doing the review for the pay-per-view and because the review for the pay-per-view took longer than what a Dynamite review does. Yep, it's just so we're not like creating more work, and the content goes a bit sideways for you guys. Yeah. That's basically I- it.
0: And I'm all for not cramming. I vote yeah. less cramming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, but before we get rolling with the questions, don't forget to check out all of our content that comes out: our Rampage and Dynamite reviews, Q and A's, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews. Of pay-per-views, and please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at Beauty X The Beard. You can follow me at Let The Beard Play. You can follow Sarah at Strange Underscore Pixie. You can give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. Uh, so, Sarah, yeah, are you ready to try to answer some questions?
1: I am. Let's go.
0: All right. You ready to start it off?
1: Yes, please.
0: All right. Our first question is from Marshall Haycock, 77. He says, um, Do you both think Sean Spears should stop beating up guys smarter than him, like Darby, then running off when Sting comes after him? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dear. He's a coward
0: <laughs> should he pick on somebody his own size quit, quit beating up the small guys and running off what do you think
1: no matter who he, he picks on he's still going to do the same thing because <laughs> he's a cowardly heel um, <laughs> like I think Darby mentioned it in <laughs> on Rampage saying that um, he'd be nothing without Tully Blanchard which when you look mm. at his career before Tully Blanchard came into AEW you know you could say there's some you know Meriting yeah. that. Um, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Sean Spears. I don't like the fact that he's beating up Darby. I just like Sean Spears. He's um, just a yeah.
0: little
1: guy that's slightly twisted and likes chairs. So, you know. Yeah. He's harmless.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, you know, the role he's playing, it, it makes sense for him to do that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, the way they're playing it is if it's not like, Necessarily cowardly, it's more of a psychological haha. We got you messing, with, you know, keep, mm-hmm. you know, eyes in the back of your head kind of thing, yeah. But yeah, it could be portrayed as cowardly, also, which you know, you kind of go both ways on that. I- I'd love to see him go a little more dark and sadistic, kind of how we thought things might be going when he the stadium stampede match with the. Mm-hmm. The weapons and the chair room and yeah. all that. You know, you talked about that. How kind of creepy that whole thing looked. Yeah, the look he was getting on his face when he's hitting people with chairs and stuff. He yeah. just kind of had that psychotic sort of look to it. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten any more real taste of that since then. No, uh, how, there's a part of me that would like to see a side of that. Um, I think there's 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 room for that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, but that being said, I don't have a huge issue with him being that guy though, that, that goes after somebody smaller and then runs no. off. Um, no, I mean, just it, just it feels like that's the kind of it, I guess I'm saying it doesn't surprise me that coming from Sean Spears, it fits with the character he's been playing. Yeah. Um, it would shock me if Miro did that. You know, somebody yeah. like that where they or Eddie Kingston did that, hit somebody and runs off or whatever, you know, it still wouldn't fit right. But, but Spears, I mean, I think it fits um, for the story they're telling now. I would like to see the character progress down the road eventually to where uh, he becomes more psychotic and does it run from people. I would like to see some people running from him occasionally. So, uh, but we'll see. We'll see.
1: We shall see. Mm hmm. My question is from Ted the
0: Hillbilly
1: Heel. What's up, Ted? He says, Windham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, according to new reports, may be coming to AEW. If so, do you think fans will want the supernatural stuff, or do you think they should leave that behind and be the dark, more believable character?
0: If it was up to me, and it's not, but if it was... (laughs) I would go dark, more believable character instead of supernatural.
1: Samezies. Um,
0: yeah, I, I, you know, I think they tested that a little bit with Broken Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has its place, and, and it may have played better with a with a crowd or whatever. It could have yeah, because there was no crowd. I think we we talked about that before too. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think it can work. It just there's not a. Big presidents for there being supernatural stuff in AEW, and I like that personally. I I like less supernatural, more psychological. More, yeah. uh, You can do spooky, spooky without real ghosts, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So that's me. A lot
1: of a lot of um, like horror movies and stuff are not the spooky supernatural stuff. It's people that look normal in quotes that could just be anywhere so yeah. that's, that's a scary that's more to me, that's more um, you know, that's more mm-hmm. kind of threatening than, it, I don't want it to be fair yeah. but you know what I mean, that's more kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. like um, you know, that type of stuff where, like if you look at Miro, Miro isn't supernatural and he's not really dark and like spooky, but he's mm-hmm. a threatening presence yeah. like that, that is something, you know, that would keep you on edge, and I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I've never been a fan of supernatural stuff anyway. I like yeah. what he did with the fiends to begin with, mm-hmm. and then it just went on a whole different direction I was not ready for. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, I would like the more dark, believable character, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it's his choice.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like Malachi Black. Uh, Malachi Black, his entrance and everything about how he presents himself looks borderline supernatural. It's like um, there's that dark, you know, I call it demon antlers. I mean, literally, it's it's that presence when he's coming out. It's like, holy man, what is this guy? But then when you break it down, he's just a fighter. I mean, he's it's all about psyching out your opponent, and that's what that is. Um, so I would be, yeah, I would, I would be more in line with that type of thing with Bray or Wyndham Rotunda, um, to where it's more of a sacking out your opponent. And like, I like the mass, you know, the fiend mass is a big thing, uh, with WWE, but, but yeah, it was a very supernatural character. The character they played before that, the Bray Wyatt cult leader was not supernatural. But it was still it was still creepy, and there were creepy elements to this cult leader that manipulates people and blah blah. blah. Uh, if you could find a, a a cross between those, to where it's a manipulative character, you could still wear a mask. People like masks, uh, and I, I think he does too. So if, if I would like to maybe find like a a medium area between those two, that's what I would like to see. Now, if if he wants to go full Supernatural and Tony Khan's not doesn't want that, because he may not want full Supernatural in AEW, and that's his call, too, on that, then, you know, it wouldn't shock me for Wyndham to end up in Impact, because, you know, if you're familiar with Impact at all, they have no issue at all with Supernatural stuff. You know, they got the Undead Realm or whatever it is over there, so he could probably go full <laughs> full Supernatural and do whatever he wants to do over there with that mm-hmm. if he wanted to. But personally, I would love to see him in AEW, and I would yeah. Love to see him and there. I mean,
1: with along with the Malachi stuff, I don't think personally Malachi borders on supernatural. I don't think. No, no I know what you're saying, but I'm just yeah. trying to, you know, yeah. kind of bounce off what you've said. Is that I don't. I think, I think with the Malachi character, from what we saw before before he came into AEW, the VTs and stuff, mm-hmm. you could say it's a bit supernatural if you want but yeah, yeah the way that I look at it he, he seems like in those Vts and then videos it was like mm-hmm. a possession but as in a possession of like he was in a yeah. mental hospital so mm-hmm. as in like you know that type of like that type of if you want possession Um yeah and a lot of his stuff that he does the entrance of that is mm. basically um kind of like psychological tactics exactly. for his opponents. Mm-hmm. And I i would think I. the more that I look at Malachi Black and the way he's working right now and what Bray Wyatt used to do with the cult leader, you can sort of see similarities slightly in both. Um, mm-hmm. And you can also see similarities with the theme character Malachi Black as well very slightly, mm. from my point of view anyway. So... Well. It is a very yep. interesting um, prospect of them being in the same company. And yep. would they or would they not work together? So I am in chief. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I would love Wyndham Rotonda to be in AW. I loved him oh, in the WWE. I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant um, when he was doing the break cult stuff with, you know, all that. And then I loved the beginning of the Fiend stuff. When I stopped yeah. liking the Fiend stuff was when. What the Hell
0: in yeah. the Cell match happened. Seth Rollins, yeah. <laughs>
1: that's when I yeah. stopped.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's the the point you made with Malachi Black with him, where it's it's not really uh, a possession thing. That's mm. yeah, That's exactly what I like about that, too, is that where you can, some people, yeah, may look at that and go, is it supernatural? But it's not really. It's, it's not really supernatural mm-hmm. that's what i like is that where some people may question whether it is or not that's the kind of where the thing i would like to see bray do where you question it but you can't put your finger on it and say yes it for sure is supernatural definitively be supernatural if that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah. where, you know it's 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 questionable is it is it just is it you know is he is it a mental thing or is it Demonic possession. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We don't have to tell you. It's up. To, you make your mind yeah. up. So that way, you know, it's it's more enigmatic than it is supernatural. I guess that mm-hmm. would be. So yeah, that's what I love about Michael like Black. I think it's great, mm-hmm. even if he's murdering everybody in the nightmare. Family.
1: That's great, isn't it? <laughs> it is. All
0: right. This one is from Marcel Thornton. Uh, she asks, "Is this the time for Brian Pillman Jr.'s rise?" I know they were in Cincinnati, and that is why he had the attention, but was that a sign?
1: Well, isn't he facing MJF?
0: Hmm?
1: He's facing MJF, isn't
0: he? He is, yeah, at at uh, New York, Arthur Ashe yeah, Stadium. Arthur Ashe, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, possibly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I 100% think he deserves it. I mean, he's worked his butt off in wrestling. I mean, he's only recently, like, you know become a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um and I think he's doing amazing. Um obviously going up against MJF on promo skills is always gonna make you look like you don't have promo skills because it's MJF. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean I I I think I'm quite good with words, but I don't think I'd attempt MJF.
0: Yeah. She um, thinks she's good with words and then she gets on here with me and she realizes, you know, it's like facing MJF, right?
1: Yeah. Um so <laughs> I'm good with profiles, though.
0: Oh, man. So, i just saying, <sighs>
1: we all have our strengths. Um,
0: did you just yeah. drop your mic? <laughs> Boom. You did. You did, didn't you?
1: The room shook. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, Brian Pelton Jr. is great on the mic. Just going up NGF, it you know, gets slightly overshadowed. But I think he's brilliant, mm-hmm. and I think he deserves kind of like – a big feud but what I also think this is going to play into and we've seen already a glimpse of it is I think this thing with Brian Pilman Jr. is going to play into the Warslow MJF storyline that has been mm-hmm. simmering yeah. in a pot for a while and it's just slightly been bubbling a bit more mm-hmm. recently so I think it's kind of AW like doing all these interconnections with everything They love it. It's like a spider's (laughs) web and like, you know, a subway station lines all over the place. They all connect somehow. And I think that's what we're getting right now with um, MJF and Brian Pillman Jr. and Wardlow. And I'm 100% here for it. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be Brian Pillman Jr. in six months time is AEW world champion, but it will definitely give him a bit more of a spotlight and mm-hmm. he knows, you know, next year or the year after, he could get more of the spotlight and, yeah. you know, continue this. So, 100%, <sighs> he deserves it.
0: I, I do think this is the beginning of his rise, but they're, AEW's ha, has they're good at this, and they have a little bit of a history with it already, of they'll, they'll pick somebody and heat them up mm-hmm. and, you know, get them a little bit of buzz going and then they'll, and it's a good analogy with the um, subways connecting, yeah, and all the different things because they'll you know, move in this direction, it'll cross to this, and then at some point Brian Pillman will get off at his exit. You know, he'll get off mm-hmm. the train for a minute, and it, it'll get hot, and then he'll he'll you know get get him buzzing for a minute, get everybody to go ooh, and then they'll yeah. get him off the train for a little bit, and somebody else will jump on, and then yeah. it sets that up where you're like, oh man, I want to see more of Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. And it gets you hungry for that, and then you know a few weeks down the line they'll heat him back up again and get him. They've done that with with Orange Cassidy. They've done yep. that with with Jungle Boy. Yep. Uh, the, where they they you know they give him like a title shot out of nowhere. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, and you get you get that glimpse. You're like, oh, but I want more of that. And but you don't get more of that right off the bat. It keeps you just mm-hmm. hungry enough that when he does get back into the picture, you're like, yes, Dad, I've been waiting for this and then it yeah, gives you yeah, a little yeah. more, and it's slow building, slowly building them up, but not oversaturating you to where you're like, okay, I'm tired of Pillman now. This It's just not that you're going to get tired of Pillman. But it doesn't run it in the ground until you're just sick of it. You know, just a little bit here and there. So I do think this is a sign of that they do have uh, faith in Pillman, uh, belief that he's going to be a star, a big star. And if nothing else, this it, it, his star rising, in this, even if he loses to MJF, and he likely will, unless unless Wardlow does turn. We've talked about that. He could mm-hmm. possibly turn in New York. But I assume MJF wins, but even if he does, it'll elevate uh, Pillman even more, and that when him and Griff get back together and start tagging together, it can make them even a hotter tag team because mm-hmm. Pillman's gotten that shine uh, from yeah. that big stage, so it could help Griff as well. So yeah, I could see this as the beginning of that, of, of the slow rise I like well, the subway thing. Care. Good
1: job with it. Thanks. So next question is from Kevin.
0: All right. He
1: is saying this is a bit wordy, so feel free to paraphrase me.
0: <laughs>
1: is three words of three hours of national TV enough for all of this talent? If any of these guys below join, which is Wyndham Rotunda, um, Al Algenico, Kevin Steen, Prince David, and Pete Dunn. Um, would this worry you guys? I personally would love these additions, but worry about everyone getting good work and good exposure. So, if more guys are added, like the names that possibly uh-huh. would be free, yeah. to go where they want, is three hours of AEW TV enough for everybody to have a good shot?
0: Yeah, and Kevin, I've I've had these same thoughts over the last week or so, as as I've heard, you know, we've. If you keep up with rumors and stuff on Twitter,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, you've heard about Kevin Steen and Sami Zayn possibly becoming available sooner rather than later. I can honestly say that I've, I've had those thoughts too of like, man, how, how do you fit these guys in? Um, the first thought is that just by natural, naturally some contracts in AEW are, are going to come up. Uh, between now and then, you know, in the next year or so, some people would naturally their contracts end and you wouldn't have to release anybody that just, you know, there's some people's contracts you just wouldn't renew. You're not going to keep everybody under contract forever, if that makes sense. Some guys you want to and some girls you want to, some you may not. Some people become or just naturally going to become free agents because you don't have all the space for everybody. And there's some people you would let contracts lapse or end if you can get somebody like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens slash Kevin Steen, it just makes sense. Some people are higher on the pecking order than others. I guess it's you would want on TV. Um, that being said, even if nobody left, I think AEW does a really good job of rotating people out. We were just talking about Brian Pillman Jr., how you can heat somebody up, take them off for a little bit, and then put them back in. Uh, and they do like to give people time off too. So if you have that many – big stars that people want to see on a regular basis. You can rotate people out, give them time off, bring them back. We've seen Adam page. He's disappeared for how long now? And he's the reason I lost my bet at all out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been off TV for how long, but it, 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 even though I miss Adam page, he is my favorite wrestler in AEW. period. It's my guy. Um, even though you let me down and all out, but it's cool. That's okay. I forgive you. Um, still these profiles hurt. Um, <laughs> But I mean, but he's been off TV, and it hasn't really been a bad thing. It's not like we haven't been entertained this whole time. It's not like oh, the shows are crappy now that Adam Page is gone. We have nothing to cheer for. We've had plenty to cheer for. Look, look at how awesome Dynamite is, and one of the biggest stars uh, in AEW has been gone. Has anybody really been complaining though? Mm. So it's kind of one of those things to where you got these guys and you can give people time off and rotate people into big stories and out of big stories, yada, 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 and keep things fresh but not overexpose uh, people because they're on TV all the time. That being said, if – I know there's some people that are clamoring for Rampage to be two hours instead of one. I like the one-hour format.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: personally, it's so easy to watch.
1: It's also so but, easy to review.
0: Yeah, it's very easy to review. Um, but if you were ever going to change that and make it two hours, I think they could make it an entertaining two hour show. Uh, it would have to be live though. They couldn't do a uh, two hour dynamite and then tape a two hour rampage after it. I mean, just, yeah. it's just too long for people to sit there. So you'd have to have two live shows, but if they did do that, you would have to find a day where you can have an earlier time slot and not have it start so late and then run two hours. I mm-hmm. just don't. I don't think that works you're gonna have to find another day but then where do you what day do you move it to so there's a lot of a long discussion to be had about how you can even extend rampage to two hours if that's a, a viable option or not uh personally i still like it at one hour um, yeah i do as well to be honest so so i hope the road the rotating talent thing is the way to go
1: and also it's not even guaranteed that these people that could become free agents are going to AEW. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, you know, they, like, there's loads of free agents that was released from WWE last year and they've ended up in Impact and everywhere else. So,
0: exactly, it
1: does not mean everybody's going to hit to AEW. Mm -hmm. As much as we probably like loads of people to go to AEW, one, they may not want to and two, AEW aren't going to fill up the roster to a point that, like what we do with our podcast, we don't oversaturate it with stuff. Um, so then, like, you lose quality. AEW yeah. won't oversaturate the roster and lose the wrestling quality because that's what they know that's what their fans have come to them for because they didn't get it at other places. So they're Wait, not you're just telling going, me
0: huh? you're telling me there's wrestlers that don't want to come to AEW. Is that what Possibly. I heard you say?
1: Yeah, yeah. What? What? Possibly. What? <laughs> um, so, like, do you know what I mean? It's we can all lift some butts and everything. And it is a legit question, but does not necessarily mean that um they're going to come over.
0: Yeah, true. True. So, everything I just said, if nobody comes over, then just forget all that. Yep. Just keep keep on rolling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. This one is from Adam, um, who has two questions. I'm sorry, has okay. three questions. Wow, three questions. The first is, how should Kip Sabian return?
1: I have seen some sneaky stuff on Kip Sabian's Instagram that mm-hmm. he is teasing his return. I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's teasing, you know, I can't mm-hmm. even get the word of what he's actually teasing. But he yeah. looks um, like it's going to be quite dapper. So I don't know what he has actually in store. But he's definitely teasing something.
0: So it's going to like it'd be a whole different character kind of thing? I have no like?
1: idea because it looks like Penelope Ford is goth doing her own thing. Uh uh-huh. um, She is. So, Which is great, 100%. So I, I don't know. But he's definitely... Definitely looking like he is teasing something. I just don't know what he's teasing. But there's something yeah, going on.
0: I don't know how he should return. Um no. I just I'll tell you what, here's how he should return. Considering Miro may still be angry with him. Possibly. Mm-hmm. I mean he did break his arm or whatever. And that's why kayfabe has been out. It may have been mm-hmm. some other reason, but he Oh no, he literally he, he
1: literally had it was it was a broken arm surgery.
0: Okay, so there you go. He did have have an arm injury. So um, if I were him and I was returning to a company in which I thought Miro may want to murder me, I would return under a mask and change my name.
1: Wow. You can't hide that pretty face of Kit
0: Sabian. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. If I think Miro's after me, yeah, totally. Totally, I'm masking up. I'm the new luchador of AEW. I will be uh, Fuego's tag partner. That's that's what I would be. It would be me and Fuego together. And if Miro ever showed up, I go, "Remember Fuego? Remember you hate him." <laughs> and use <he's> Fuego <laughs> as like a human shield. Aww. Um, that, yep, that's what I do. Sorry, man. You've got to protect yourself. Okay.
1: You're a mean person, dude.
0: The the next one is from Adam. Is uh, who should be the first women's TNT champion. So theoretically, let's just say there was a, a women's TNT championship because there's not one. But if there was, who would be your first women's TNT champion? Good
1: question.
0: I know who you're going to go with, but I'm going to wait and listen to your answer first.
1: My, who do you think I'm going to go with?
0: No, I want to hear your answer. Then I'll tell you if I'm right or not. Then I can't be wrong.
1: <laughs> no, I want to hear who you think it is. Jade. To be honest with you, she was in my mind, but it wasn't the answer I was going to go with. Ah. Um, for me, personally, mm-hmm. I would either go Chris Statlander. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good answer.
1: Layla Hirsch.
0: Ooh, good one.
1: Just good I think she's one. awesome. I, yeah. I can't get over how amazing she is.
0: Hirsch would be, yeah, Hirsch would be that a be good fun. call.
1: That would be fun.
0: My pick, uh, taking the injury aside because she's injured right now, would be Serena Deep. Mm. Just because I'd want to see her, <laughs> and with having her with that title, I would want to see her defended every single show because mm-hmm. that means I get to see a Serena Deep match every single show, and she's yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, Layla Hirsch, that's a uh, that would be my one B, one A would be serenity but i think Layla hirsch uh because she's looked amazing lately yeah would be uh would be my one b and she would also be with team taz finally taz (laughs) doesn't
1: like it when people try and keep making his faction
0: uh, uh, i know i know i know but hey it is what it is all right his third question the third question from adam is do you think the presentation of the Casino Battle Royale could be improved? It seems like the 15 women between the first five and the Joker could do with more attention. So do you like the presentation with the, the five women coming out at once? You know, you see, it's I think this is
1: always going to be a problem with AEW and these Casino mm-hmm. Battle Royales because mm-hmm. I prefer the original style. Where everybody gets the moment and everything like that, and it's easy to keep track of people. and all that because when they all come in at once, it's absolute chaos. Um, it is, and and you can't watch everybody because whatever's going on in the ring, you, you can't you can't focus on like ten different people because they've all you know come out like in fives. It, mm-hmm. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, I would prefer yep. them to go to the like in quotes old style um me too type of thing but because they're so set on this casino thing um mm. I don't think they're gonna be changing it anytime soon um so yeah I, I would prefer us not to have this situation but there we go.
0: I, w- I think you could you could tweak it and because I agree I like the old style Battle Royale, one person come out every few minutes and let that be it. Because mm-hmm. it does give that full attention to that one person coming down. Yeah. Um instead of it getting muddled all together. But they could still they could marry that, the original idea they're the Battle Royale entrances with a casino thing because you could have the screen look like a slot machine, like, you know, the wheels spinning or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so whenever somebody's coming out have it spin and then stop on a logo and then oh, mm. and pull their music hit so you still yeah. have that like you pulled a slot machine whenever they come out so it's still you can still tie it with the casino thing the theme mm-hmm. if they want to stick with that and I'm cool with that um, but yeah I, I agree go let it let the entrances be spaced out yeah not all together mm-hmm. um, yep I agree so I think there could be a, a middle ground we can meet there think that's Uh good all right back to you madam
1: question is from chris and this question basically reads what's up with lance archer again no tv time no storyline had a little for a few minutes etc thanks
0: (laughs) yeah about mr lance archer um i don't know that's that's a very good question my assumption because the last time not the last time the last major thing we saw him involved with, because he has been on Dark and Dark Elevation or one of the other recently, um, but the last big thing we saw him involved with, he was he was being beaten down by the um, the Men of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. So, my assumption, and I'm probably yours and a lot of people's is that he's somehow going to be involved with them. They keep calling out, hey, anybody wants to come up here and attack us? Anybody want to come take us out? My assumption is at some point Lance Archer's is going to toss one of them off the, the off of the uh, out of the luxury box And onto kill the people them. below. <laughs> yeah, that's what I keep expecting He's uh, going to commit
1: murder is what you're saying? Yeah.
0: Really. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I kind of like any moment now he's going to be arrested for uh, the death of one of the two men of the year and then then whoever's left is just going to be the man of the year. Uh, that's going to be their new gimmick—the
1: sad man of the year, <laughs>
0: the man of the year with a t-shirt that says "I survived Lance Archer." You know, <laughs> the one guy that's left. Um, so that's what—that's what I think. I think that's going to be the next thing for him. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's good—if that's good enough though. If people yeah. are going to are going to see that happen and go, "Yay, Lance is back!" or. Mm-hmm. Um, Really? We want more, because yeah. I honestly want more for Lance Archer, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I'm patient. Um, we'll, we'll see where this goes. What, what there, about you? What do you think?
1: There is been some sneaky little um, hints floating about Twitter and Instagram and everything that he's teaming up with Minura Suzuki, because mm. Minoru Suzuki used to be his, like, trainer and partner at one point. Yeah. And at the moment, from what they're saying, they're after Mox.
0: Hmm. I
1: think he's going to be okay. Um, <laughs>
0: you, you, you think Mox is going to be okay? You think no, Lance no, is I, I okay?
1: think Lance is going to be okay. I think okay. <laughs> Mox is um, having his heel turn for this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So,
0: hmm. watch this interesting because Yeah.
1: I, I, I think I agreed that he's probably been, you know, Mishandled X, Y, and Z, but as with AEW, nine times out of ten, they always pull something out of the back pocket. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the back pocket.
0: Interesting. All right. So well, what I'm interested. Inter-
1: do not count him out just
0: yet. I'm interested to see what's coming out of that back pocket.
1: I'm scared of what's coming out of that back pocket because <laughs> that one means Moxie's getting beaten up. too. It means I'm going to witness a heel turn, and three, I'm not prepared for any.
0: Hey, well, if that is what's coming next, then I feel better for the futures of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. So there's that.
1: Why there'll be <laughs> there'll be three angry men after him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, if his, if Lance Archer's attention is diverted away from them now, maybe they won't get thrown off the balcony. But who knows?
1: Revenge is a dish best served cold.
0: I know that better than anybody. All right. All right. Next, we have a couple of questions from two question Ben. Hi, Ben. Uh, First one is, do you think with all the new signings that AEW could use Rampage being extended to two hours? This is not going to lie. It would remind me of a time long ago before I fell out of love with wrestling. True. True. So we talked about it a little bit, but what 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 is your opinion on a possible two-hour rampage?
1: I don't like it. Yeah, no. I think it's quite evenly spaced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it works as it is. It's a nice little. Um, it's like a nice little. What you call it? Um, I'm trying to think of the word I want
0: to use. TV show?
1: No, it's, it's a nice little, like, <laughs> um, kind of like. Buffer that sends you into Appetizer. the weekend, yeah. It sends you into the weekend happy, like you've had more wrestling content, yay! Have a good hey. weekend. Um, that's <laughs> what I like about it. So, mm. I don't want it to be two hours. Will they make it two hours? I don't know. I don't want it, but <sighs> one again,
0: yeah, it but... will do as TK does, yeah. Just my one, th- and I talked about this for a while about about the two hour possibility earlier with the question, but um, I do think with such a content driven um, world, as far as you know, the more content, the better. I understand it's a business, and that's the thing: the more content the AEW produces, the more money they make. More money, TNT or you know, Warner Media pays them. So I think it's inevitable that at some point. Rampage will be extended to two hours. Mm. I I, just, I think it is what it is. Do I want it? Not necessarily. I do think it's inevitable. It, it will happen at some point if they keep getting hotter and hotter and hotter. It's gonna happen because there's more money in another hour of content. I get it. I mean, it's just that's how things are. So it's it's probably coming. It may be three, four years down the road or something, but eventually it's gonna come. Uh, in my opinion. Just think mm-hmm. it's naturally going to go that way, but I trust them. I trust them to make the right decision, and uh, it, and if it feels like dynamite and it gets an earlier time slot and it, it does feel like another dynamite, then it it would be um it'd be hard to complain because dynamite yeah. so good every week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, we shall see. Mm, all right. So his his second one is of all the new signings, which one are you personally most excited for? He says for him, it's Brian Danielson.
1: Mm.
0: Yes. Mine is Adam Cole, baby. I just, bye bye. I, I don't, I think it, it was honestly more because of the way he came out. Cause I was waiting for Brian Danielson and then oh, yeah. <laughs> there was still a little bit of question whether he was coming or not. There was very little question with Brian Danielson. So mm-hmm. I think that surprise is still lingering with me where I'm just, yes. Yeah. Um, how about mm-hmm. you?
1: Um, Yeah, a bit of everything, but mainly Ruby Soho because I have been crying out, A, for a woman mm-hmm. shiny that, you know, is amazing and who, she's phenomenal and she didn't get her chance to shine at all times in WWE and I think this is her opportunity to prove to the world what she can do and she's, you know, she wasn't just, you know, Liv Morgan's tag partner or anything like that. She's like a legit mm-hmm. wrestler, so it's her time to shine, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yep, um, and she's not going to get the uh, the attention that uh, Brian Anderson and Adam Cole are going to get.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, but that, honestly, with the women's division, it needing to be elevated, mm-hmm. that the her signing could. Be more important down the road um, yeah, than the other two and it's weird to say that they could be more important than Brian Danielson or Adam Cole uh, but just because it, it really you know not that you know Britt Baker was is doing well as a women's champion but you really needed that, that kick in the pants to, to really mm-hmm. elevate everybody else and, and create more buzz with that women's division so I think yeah. that could, could be really important mm-hmm. good one uh,
1: so we've got a question from Slick.
0: What's up, Slick?
1: Question. Well, first of all, you'd like to make a statement. Mm-hmm. I'd like a moment to appreciate these daily count changes. You are very welcome. <laughs> I am happy you're mm-hmm. enjoying them. I've mm-hmm. put so you know, effort in. I've really thought about it. I've done my work. I've done my homework. I've, you know, mm-hmm. tried to think of funny little bios. And, all right.
0: Moving um, on. I really, Moving really
1: on. enjoyed doing it. I, I think personally, yep, you this can is move like on. the best work I have ever get, produced in my just entire get to life.
0: The, just get to the question.
1: Oh, you want the question?
0: Just get to the question.
1: Thanks, Slick. Anyway, so the question <laughs> is, I asked a prior question in regards to the Do- Stardust Tease. Can you two run wild? Is the possibility of the Prince of Dark Matter appearing? I'll drop this unlikely idea after September the 22nd.
0: please Hmm. So, so you, you, we're talking about Cody possibly returning a Stardust. Is that where we're going?
1: I think that is what he's after. Yes.
0: Because, yeah, because Cody did drop a little tease uh, with a Stardust pick. Um, you know, you know, if uh, we got okay, we got yeah, we got Cody versus Malachi coming up at, in New York. Cody yes. Malachi Black Two. Could now, I don't the Stardust character is I'm assuming. Is that owned by WWE?
1: I have no idea.
0: You would assume it would be. I could I'm just speculating. I, I mean because so. they own like I mean they own Gold Dust. I'm sure. I mean they own you know they trademark all these characters and stuff. So I'm assuming they own that, but could we see like a Another version of Cody versus Malachi Black, like he tries to dip into a darker version of himself to like beat Star Malachi Dusty. Black.
1: He Stardust. Er, yeah,
0: but I, <laughs> I, I hope they don't call him that. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I mean,
1: Star Sparkles.
0: <laughs> what is he coming out as a My Little Pony now? <laughs> is, that what, is that what's going to happen? oh uh, no like
1: a diamond of.
0: <laughs> but like I kind of half n- not fear I mean I worry like okay how's this gonna play out if it happens how's it gonna be received but what if you know you're dealing with a guy like Malachi Black that psychs people out with this this demon antler intro and all this so and he's got the black face paint on part of his face uh, does Cody try to to uh, like debut like an alter ego kind of thing. Not to say alter ego, but it's sort of like a where he tries to alter his appearance, and it could be like a little bit of a tip off to the Stardust thing because Stardust had face paint on. So maybe there's going to be some type of face paint that look kinda, eh, to look kind of yeah. To try to
1: dude. Last time he came back, he did uh, at <laughs> alter appearance. He became emo for a day.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Back to being Cody.
0: Yeah, and that might be the case here. Like, is, is he going to give us something, a special version of himself for this match with Malachi Black? I guess that's where I'm going. Eh, I don't know. That's that's the best thing I can come up with. Because that's going to be his next appearance, I'm assuming. I'm assuming he's not going to appear on Dynamite this Wednesday. So if they save it for uh, the first time we're going to see him is when he walks out of the tunnel to face Malachi Black. Do we get a face painted Cody? Something different. Something different. Maybe. I, I worry about that too because I worry about how it's going to be received.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't. I don't know. What do you think? Or do you think it's just him having fun?
1: I don't know. I don't. I never really watched the entire Stardust thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, me either. So. I, I, for me, because I am not the biggest Cody character fan, anything that he does to make himself more standouty and stuff yeah. like that is probably not gonna be in favour for. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> again, yeah. the character, not the person. The character, not the person. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so. Mm. So basically, whatever he does, I just want Malachi Black to kick his head off again. That's it. That's that's what I want. Make that happen, and I don't care what he does.
0: (laughs) I do do think the coolest thing Cody could do would be to try to steal steal Malachi Black's intro, (laughs) where you have the whole dark thing happen, and you see the silhouette. Yeah, and he walks out, and it's Cody with demon antlers on. Like a skull mask. It's like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> he tries to pull the whole out black entrance, and Sarah just, like, bursts into flames, <laughs> like, spontaneously combusts. I would
1: it. probably cry. Uh,
0: don't I don't know. Do but, that to me. It's interesting debate leading into this match, though, because uh, um... There's going to be a lot of people. Uh, it's kind of a 50-50 split. Who's going to win that match, too? A lot of people mm-hmm. think Cody, Cody's coming back and getting getting his win back, but I, I still think they're, they're swerving us. They're not going to go that way. It's going to be it's back up. But we'll see.
1: We shall see. Um,
0: yeah. Whether it's Stardust or not, we'll see. Please Do we have any ask. more?
1: We don't have a question. But from somebody called... Violent hero. Hello. Mm-hmm. He's just put a picture on of Mox oh. and Brian Pillman Junior. Hugging mm-hmm. it out, and got some little thank you emojis.
0: Yeah, and the picture below it is of uh, Brian Pillman Senior with Steve Austin as the Hollywood Blondes. Mm. So I think the question is: do do we see Moxley? teaming with Brian Pillman Jr. in another version of of the uh, Hollywood Blondes. Because there's a comparison between the two when you look at the pictures.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, um, no.
0: No, no, no. Um, I think it was a fun moment for them because yeah, they were in Cincinnati.
1: Mo- Mox is going heel. He hasn't got time for to Jr. <laughs> right now. Uh, no. The guy has little sleep as it is. He's very, very busy. Um, and he, uh. he he needs to go heel and break my heart by attacking Eddie Kingston probably at some point. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I would love... One, Mox with blonde hair is like a weird idea. Um <laughs> I like I like him, Ginge. Um, yeah, I think he yeah. suits Ginge. Um, yeah, i I think this just was a nice moment. I popped yeah. my little nut off. I was happy dancing <laughs> in the living room, so happy. Um, but Max is going heel, and
0: yeah, yeah, and, no more
1: nice uh, moments. <laughs> we're not allowed nice things anymore.
0: We're running out of happy Mox moments for sure. Yeah. So this this might be your your last this happy Mox it, in front of that hometown crowd. Although you you know there are some uh, some correlations between Steve Austin and Moxley. I can see that and obvious correlations between Brian Pillman Jr. and Brian Pillman Senior. I wonder but, why. Uh, What's that? What's that? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's his baby. Um, it bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> But the Steve Austin that we saw back then as a Hollywood blonde is nowhere near the character that Moxley is now. Um, Moxley's closer to the Steve Austin that we saw in the Attitude Era, not the Hollywood blonde Steve Austin. But, yeah, I, I, I do like the dueling pictures, though. It does, I, c- I can see the relation there. But, yeah, I agree. We're uh, No more happy Moxley. The version of the Hollywood blondes that we have now is Griff Garrison and Brian Pillman Jr. is the varsity yeah. blonde. Uh, no yeah. more
1: happy Mox moments. We don't get them anymore.
0: Bye-bye. Nope.
1: You all turned your back on him.
0: Mox is going to go around attacking people with you all microphone. You your back. Yeah. You don't deserve nice gonna... moment. Nope. Just like you don't deserve that Moxie figure.
1: You definitely deserve your profile, so. Uh,
0: before we get into more profile talk, we're going to move on to the end of this show. <laughs> I think that is the the last of the questions, is it not? Yes. Okay. So thank you all so much for all the questions. Uh, Always good. Always fun. And uh, just so glad to get back in the swing of of Q&A's after missing the one week. Uh, Definitely missed doing it last week. Yeah, we did. Uh, Yep. We missed Uh,
1: talking and trying to come up with bizarre (laughs) and wonderful ways that we can answer questions. Because we know you really take this stuff to, like, legit heart. This I, is I very know. Important. It's very important. Yes, very
0: serious. I, I know you're like writing these down, like right now. You're going, okay. Now they said this is going to happen, and it's yep. going to definitely going to happen. And if you're writing it down and thinking it's actually going to happen, it's probably a mistake because it's uh, probably
1: not. The only thing that is happening is the Mox Hilton.
0: <laughs> probably so. You that. <laughs> so you you want to bet? I'm just kidding. I'm not up for a bet anymore for a while, anyway. So I'm just. No, I'm I'm all I'm all I'm all bedded out. I'm done. You got burnt. Tapping, tapping out. Um, but thank y'all so much for the questions. Uh, also don't forget to check out weekly content that includes the Dynamite reviews, uh, Rampage reviews, topic discussions, Q and A's, interviews, and previews and reviews of pay per views. Yes. Also. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie.
1: You can.
0: And please give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or wherever you podcast at. Uh, So thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. We'll see. We'll see. Um,
1: we shall see.
0: That's so what we say with everything. We'll see. We'll wait. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's our answer for everything. I don't know. We, we'll see.
1: We, do, we don't run A, don't we? We have
0: yeah. no idea. We'll see.